919 WRW is in Port Huron with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. I'll try to I'll try to get in the next break. Okay. You guys, if you guys do have any calls, um, you might want to hold them until at least the next segment. Uh, obviously, we can still text, but yeah. Yeah. So please text us. I know that you don't call us anyway, so whatever. Just you know, give us something to talk about. Talk with us. It's just you know, make it fun. It'd be really nice if you did, but. Whatever. It's okay. Texting's fine. It l- at least gives us a different view. But anyway, going right into the show. After my week break, I'm back. <clears throat> Next week, we will have John on the air. He'll be covering the draft. I don't know what he'll be doing, but he'll be working with us. <clears throat> well, specifically the draft. The draft is obviously next Thursday. We're not talking about it today, but we will be talking about it the day of. So the draft starts at, I don't know, like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something like that. And we'll be talking about it during the day, probably making our own uh, mock drafts and maybe (coughs) some ideal picks that at least we think. But anyway, we got some weather news for you. The sun is shining. Yeah, but it's still 36 degrees outside. When I went outside, it was really sunny. It was nice, but it was still windy at the same time. So basically today, expect mostly cloudy with 77% humidity, as well as breezy, and a 20% chance of showers early in the afternoon. Highs in the lower 40s. Tonight, expect mostly clear. Lows in the upper 20s. we got a girls' soccer game me and Felix are going to cover tonight, as in just go to the game and watch. I wish. Honestly, if we had that thing set up to where, like, we're going to try it this year. We're going to, like, put people at like the football game and they were going to commentate like play by play and commentate and it was going to go through the station but we couldn't get that set up because of something with the firewall and you know the school's wi-fi has a lot of like things that they block from it so we couldn't really get it worked out this year for the firewall but maybe that's something to think about in the future that people might be doing play by play and commentating for sports games through the radio station <clears throat> and I'm that sure you can listen cool. to it if you can't go to the game or something like that. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, like there cool. are options, you know, because some of the games, most of the games actually are live streamed, I think, through our website. Is that right? Or is it through YouTube? Um, sometimes. I, I remember I heard we've had most of our games, like, live streamed. So if you if you can't go to the games, like, I couldn't go to most of them this year, then you can always live stream them whenever you're, you know, whenever you have the chance. But, yeah, actually, I was looking really forward to – commentating this year even if i didn't know like anything about football i think it would just be a blast just to sit up in the booth commentate games for the well not even sitting up in the booth but like just commentating the games because we would be commentating from here right or would it be no it'd be from it would the be booth. on air be on this station and we would be yeah. in. The, okay yeah that would that would have been cool like i remember we were talking about it or like earlier this year but obviously that kind of sucks i don't know how well that's going to work next year because most of the players in our sports like section of radio are either graduating or they're in football so we'll see how that goes you know it'd be cool to see though honestly i was really looking forward to it but yeah it would have been nice but anyway before we kick things off we have our sponsorship this is this this here show did we fix the applause buttons because we got our first sponsorship so that's pretty cool Click it then. What is it? It's at the top. There it is. No, nah, it didn't yeah, go off. Yeah, nothing plays, but just imagine, you know, some applause going off right now. But anyway, today's show is sponsored by the Lester Wilkins Mortgage Team at Blue Water Home Loan. And you can visit their website at www.bluewaterhomeloans.com. Again, you can visit their website at www.bluewaterhomeloans.com. Dot com. Huge thanks to them. Really, we, we appreciate all the support. And you will be seeing them. They are also sponsoring our Nerd Podcast, the show hosted by Cole and Declan on Fridays after school. But, yeah, no, we really appreciate it. It's pretty cool of them giving us a sponsorship. So we're going to be, yeah, 
This is all thanks to them. So, so yeah. But today we're going to be covering baseball, uh, MLB. Got a website up here with some Detroit stats. I haven't really paid much attention to baseball this year. Okay, Currently, they're third in the uh, AL Central with a record of six of six and nine. They're three of five at home, three and four away. Uh, kind of shaky, but obviously there's still room for improvement. I'm turning your fan off. What? Can you hear it or something? Okay, just point at me or something. It's really hot back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, we got a fan back here. Felix doesn't think it's very hot. He's soon gonna find out how hot it is once we turn off the fan, but. Hopefully you guys haven't been hearing that the whole time. I turned it pretty low. But yeah. Okay. Get into baseball. Um yeah, baseball, the Tigers, they're all right. Um, I think a lot of us expected the Tigers to kind of be, you know, mediocre. It's just a slow start. I mean, obviously there's still room for improvement. Tons of games left. Well they're some young talent. They're young, yeah. So I mean we can't expect instant success. Um, but our question here is is baseball in trouble because of attendance and attendance has been down in almost every single stadium and you know the question is it could be weather um it's been freezing cold and of course you know baseball starts in april so it's absolutely freezing cold you know it's it can be freezing here in michigan not usually apparent i guess but we've seen snow yeah so, so i mean yeah. would the attendance be affected because of the weather but this is just something that's league-wide. Um, so, I mean... Is what this something to be worried about? Should should we be worrying about... Like, as a as an MLB owner, would you be worried about this attendance drop? I mean, despite the weather. Because it is... It, it's not all... It's not only against, you know, weather. Because, obviously, there's teams that are playing in, like, 70-degree weather right now. Yeah. But should we be worried about it? Uh, give us a call. Well, actually, don't give us a call. Text us. 810-258-3160. That's 810-258-3160. And tell us, like, what you think you could do or, you know, what you would do to improve attendance or if you even think it's an issue and why. But anyway, Tigers are 6-9, what, third in the AL East? Yep. Or Central. AL Central, sorry. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got some young talent. Um, if we look at the team stats, um, down. Are they up no. Down? I can't tell what that. I mean, that's okay, per game. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're, they're winning right now. Apparently, they're winning uh, 12, twelve to four. Twelve to four. The Orioles are kind of trash this year, according to their record. It's only the top of the sixth. So, I mean, there's obviously Tigers still have room to fifteen choke. hits. Yeah, honestly, you <laughs> you're not wrong. Because it, it's an it's it's issue, again, with the bullpen. And it's been a big issue over the past, but they haven't really done anything about it. They really haven't moved their pitchers down to the bullpen. They haven't moved any of the starters. They haven't done really anything to fix the bullpen. So, yeah, they win some games. And, I mean, they're up by eight right now, so I couldn't see them losing. But they blow a lot of close games. That's and true. the Tigers, a lot of the times, are winning or are in the lead, and they just blow it. And I don't think that's much of an issue this year. I think this year's main concern will be losing low-scoring games. I think the Tigers need to put up more runs. Um, You know, they really haven't generated a lot of offense. But, you know, it's the young guys. And you see it a lot where... A lot of teams don't have a great average this year. Like, usually you have almost three or four guys that are hitting above 300. But this year, you don't see a lot of that. You see maybe a few players, maybe two or three uh, this year, hitting over 300. Right now, the Tigers have two. But it, it's just a really slow start. And I feel like the Tigers have honestly played a lot of home games. And that might be why the ball is not, you know, the ball doesn't fly in cold weather. And, you know, if you've ever tried to play golf or baseball in the cold weather, it hurts when you hit the ball. And it, it like, it just sucks. more just vibration and as, you're freezing cold. As a player, that just sucks. And so hopefully when it warms up, maybe we can generate a little more offense. But 
when that happens, hopefully we can close out games with our pitching, which has been really good. And our starting pitching has been great. Um, what I do feel like is that our manager is taking pitchers out of the game a little too early. Uh, we've seen this before where even Leland would take people out after seven innings when they only have, what, 95 pitches and you know they've only given up one run, so one one game. I mean, why don't you just let them stay out there and then put your closer in for the ninth? But uh, they seem to definitely be conservative when it comes to pitchers' arms. Um, you know, it, it's just really kind of annoying because we know our bullpen isn't that great. And I feel like we're really risking a lot of games by putting our bullpen out there a little earlier than they have to. And it's always a risk putting your starting pitcher out for, you know, maybe a little longer than he should. But I think it's something that the Tigers really need to do if their starters are going to keep playing the way that they are. And, you know, I, I think that they're pitching well enough to where the Tigers should be winning a lot more games than they are. But at the same time, uh, sometimes, you know, we'll give up an eight-run game or something. And these two games with the Orioles these past two days, we've won 6-5 to five and won 4-2. to two. You know, those have both been solid games, and the Orioles aren't anything special this year, but we'll still take the wins where we can get them. And, you know, the Tigers, I, I'd expect them to be probably, you know, stay under 500 this year. I mean, um, sit around there just because they're a younger team. For the next couple of games, it's going to be, you know, a little bit easier. I mean, right after we play the Orioles and finish that little uh, four-game stretch, we're going to be taking on the Pirates. They're like 12-6 and six this year. Really solid team so far, I mean, compared to the Tigers at least. So you got to be careful when we're taking on the Pirates there. We'll be playing three straight games against them. And then, oh, no, we're taking on the, it's the Royals next. We're taking on the Royals next. So actually this next about five-game stretch should be pretty easy, I think, at least. Royals are only like 3-13. and 13. Pirates, right after we finish playing the Royals, the Pirates will be definitely a difficult matchup. And then we're going to take on the Orioles again right after we finish our three-game Pirates stretch. But I think we're going to need this little hot streak. we got to close out the games that should be winnable. And obviously, we should be able to beat the Royals and the Orioles at this point. At least that's what it looks like. Um, the Pirates will be our toughest matchup, though. i got to give it to that. Yeah, and really, you know, the Tigers, they could probably use three or four against the Royals. Um, they're on the brink of sweeping the Orioles today. Yep. If that might be a three or third game. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I think they, they should, they hopefully should be able to sweep, but and then hopefully you, you got to get wins earlier in the season. And that's what kind of sucks about a schedule is that it looks like the Tigers are playing a lot of the, of the easier teams earlier in the year. And it kind of sucks because you never know what, what could happen with the Tigers. And, a lot of young guys don't come in and just are instantly good. You know, they need, you know, usually a season or two to settle in, play a bunch of games, see a lot of other players, see the pitchers, and, you know, then they can start, you know. And with the coaches, too, the coaches need to learn how to match them up, where they want them to go, say a pinch hitting situation. You know, who do you want to pinch hit against these people? And and, and it's a whole new, whole new managing, whole new uh, lineup, a lot younger. And we don't really know what they're capable of. So hopefully, as the year goes by, our players get a little better, a little more consistent. We know what they're capable of. And hopefully, we can see some production. But, I mean, as of right now, hopefully they can get their legs under them really quick. And hopefully we can turn things on and, you know, get up to the top spot in our division. We already yeah. played Cleveland and got swept um, there above us they are second i think in our division yeah now going along with your weather your weather thing where it is harder to play in colder weather as a baseball player but uh we do have a pretty long home stretch for the next like five or six games we're gonna be taking on like obviously like i said before we're gonna be taking on the royals as well as the orioles right now but all those games are gonna be at home and at least from what i know it's gonna be under 40 for the rest of the week maybe like low 40s towards the like towards the beginning of next Wednesday I'd say but definitely got to be careful about that if we can keep our hot streak up if we can you know get a couple wins early 
that will definitely help us in the long run. I think uh, we just got to make contact. Yeah. And just that's that's what they're doing. It looks like what they're doing against the or Orioles is, can you check and see where they scored the runs? Because they have only 15 hits for 12 runs, unless they're hitting them out of the park, which I don't really suspect. They've only no, had eight or ten home runs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they scored five. Yeah, so five and four. So it, it looks like they're doing okay, you know, hitting the ball. They have 15 hits. Um, but, yeah, I really think that uh, the Tigers just need to make contact, especially in the cold weather. And Comerica, in the bottom of the Comerica is, a big, uh, is, a, is a big park, and it is hard to hit home runs in general. And it doesn't help that it's cold, so you shouldn't be swinging for the fences. You really got to drive runs home. And I think that's when the Tigers were good and when they were going to the playoffs and going far, I think what they did so good when Cabrera had his triple crown year, what they did so good is they worked as a team. I mean, they put a guy on second, and they knew what he could do, and then they hit a sacrifice fly to move him up. Like, they didn't, they weren't trying to hit it out of the park, or they weren't trying to, you know, blast it to the wall. They were doing what they were told and winning games, and I think that chemistry kind of is affected, you know, with all the new guys, with all the younger guys, and I think that, the Tigers out on defense are, are solid, and I think uh, the guys are doing a great job. But it just kind of relates back to offense. They've lost a lot of close games. When the games are close, they've mostly lost those games when it's a lower-scoring game. And they usually win when they score about five, six runs. So, I mean, you just can't, you can't guarantee you know, that many runs. You gotta win the games that are two to one and you know, you gotta get a solid bullpen so that when the game is tied late in the game you can actually rely on them. Because as Tigers fans, we really don't. I mean we obviously know what's gonna happen and we almost need a ten run lead going into the eighth inning, the seventh inning, depending on when someone's pulled. I mean, I think the last time Maybe the last time or the uh, time before when Liriano started, he came out and he pitched seven, six or seven good innings. His pitch count was, I think, mid-80s, and they took him out. And I, I don't know if they won or lost the game. But, I mean, it's just so questionable of, like, why you taking him out right now when he's throwing a low-scoring game. I think the score was tied at two or one. And it was like, unless you have a bad inning towards the end or, you know, you're really tired or your pitch count is way up there, I, I think that's a good time to pull them out. But I really think that the Tigers are just pulling guys out too early. And I really don't think they have the bullpen to do it. But hopefully we can get some more offense. Nick Castellanos is leading the offense and batting average with 305. And... You know, I, I think the Tigers need some of those intermediate guys, not the veterans, but the intermediate guys to really step up, like Castellanos, for example. Even though he's had a new position, it kind of sucks for him up with all the younger guys shifting him around. And that's the end of our MMB seg segment. Uh, up next, we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs, so keep it here. You're listening to the new 91.9. Well, not really, but now you people have more of your favorite DJ. I'm leaving you people. What do you mean, you people? Noah Harris, Tuesday afternoons, 5 to 8. Nick Placer, Wednesday nights, 8 to 11. And Andrew Thompson, every Friday morning from 4 to 7. This is The Wave. Here at 919, we have the best hits like Silence by Marshmallow featuring Khalid. Too Good at Goodbyes by Sam Smith. Baby, we don't stand a chance It's sad, but it's true I'm way too good at goodbye I'm way too good at goodbye I'm way too Meant to be by B.B. Rexa featuring Florida Georgia Line It is meant to be, it'll be, it'll be So keep your dials locked at 91.9 FM The Wave. Man, do I love card night. 
You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish dad! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The Felix and Tim Sports Show is on 91.9 and it's back. Here's Felix and Tim. Yay! I, I'm just being honest, I've never even heard of Titus O'Neil. I mean, I don't watch the WWE but still you know I just I've never heard of him obviously it's a great message there in the PSA but I just just never heard of it yeah Felix is just I'm holding sure, his phone <laughs> I'm sure you could look him up and you probably recognize him let's look at him up I got the computer right here anyway we're talking about the NBA playoffs obviously here's a lot's going on here's our question what is the biggest surprise of the playoffs so far any players or teams uh, tell us oh. your biggest surprise at 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. What is the biggest surprise of the playoffs so far, players or teams? Titus is a bad guy. He's a scary man. He's 6'6", 270 pounds. He's 40 years old. Could probably still drop me and Roll me across the entire United States. I, I would never mess with that guy. Wait, is that Magic Johnson? It kind of does. He kind of looks like yeah, Magic Johnson, he, like he from looks, a distance, like way. He's a way buffer version of Magic okay, Johnson. Okay, he looks like. If he didn't okay, have okay, chin, okay, okay, no, no, no. The chin strap. This is Titus O'Neil. This is the description from radio. Since you can't see him, he looks like Magic Johnson. Combined with Mr. Potato Head, no, he, he literally he looks like Magic Johnson with Terry Crews and a chin strap. Yeah, and he's like he's darker than Magic Johnson. Yeah, he's got he's got like a little goatee, but it's like super thin. I feel like the WWE is one of those sports that like does the most things for the community. Yeah, it's it's community based, and I mean, obviously, it's not a whole lot of like real fighting, but at the same time, it's pretty cool. Because, like, the cosmetics of it just make it entertaining, I feel like. I never got into it, but obviously the the wrestling video games are pretty fun. If you've I ever mean, played it's a just WWE like, game, it's, it's just pretty It's kind of like a soap opera. It's like, yeah, they they acknowledge that it's not real. It's what people like, want. They just, they're just like, okay, don't make it like it's real. Just sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. Like, if you're going to complain about whether it's real or not, you're kind of taking away from the actual sport. Yeah, there's no issue with it, honestly, because, like, at first, when I was like, I was like eleven or whatever, and I figured out the WWE was fake, I was just like, "Well, what's the point of you know, what's the point of it?" And like now, now that I'm older, I realize that the people obviously just want to see it. It doesn't matter if it's well, real or not. People don't know the outcome. That's yeah. what's fun. People just want to see it. They just, you know, it's and like cares. if I went to a Cleveland Browns versus New England Patriots game. I'm pretty sure I can guess what's going to happen. But, like, if I went to a WWE fight, I don't know who's going to beat who. Like, Are you saying the games are rigged? No. He's saying the games are rigged. I'm saying Tom Brady I'm is going to demolish gonna, Cleveland. The Browns are going to get their butts clapped. Actually, side note, Tom Brady has not officially signed back with the Patriots yet. Gronk hasn't either, has he? Gronk's still thinking about retiring. I mean... It's not a bad idea. He's more injury-ridden. But, I mean, if sure, you think Tom that Brady's Tom just, Brady is yeah. really not going to come back, that's that's pretty stupid. I mean, it's fair. I think he's just he well protesting just, a little bit. But, I mean, he might as well he's won so many times, and he's had so much success with the team. And, like, the team is always, like, we're always looking at the Patriots like, oh, my gosh, they don't have any receivers. They're losing everyone. They're losing the defense. And then they go to the Super Bowl. And, and, I mean, it's they like, lose. Oh, okay. well. It's just kind of like, well, the Patriots can do anything. And Tom Brady said he's going to play till he's 50, so why would he retire when he's, what, 42 now? Yeah, he's just holding out. Whatever. We'll cover the NFL next week. Right now we got the NBA playoffs going on, and we're basically just going to cover so far how all the teams are doing, any surprises, maybe predictions of the series. We probably won't go too in-depth into most of them, just to – 
just the important ones, I would guess. But, uh, Curry, we're just going to start off in the East. we got number one Toronto taking on the number eight Washington Wizards. Toronto currently has that two-game lead. Big surprise. Yeah, it was a big surprise. Game one, Toronto actually, when they won that game, 114-106, this was their first game one win since 2002. Obviously, this wasn't, you know, a 16 years worth of losses, but it was it was 10 games, 10 straight game one losses. And if you remember any of the any of the league's past Raptors where Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan were the most unclutch playoff players in existence, like they're all stars outside in the regular season. DeMar DeRozan could average 27. Kyle Lowry could average like 21. And then they just come out there and they shoot like 0 for 12 from three together. So do you think that the Raptors are any different? Uh, you know, I think I think they every year when they lost that first round game, it just kind of killed DeMar's and Kyle's vibe just for the rest of the playoffs, honestly. And like, obviously they didn't do that well in the first game one. Like if you look back at their stats, the real leader and the guy that really brought them together was Serge Ibaka this year. And Serge Ibaka shot like 12 of, 14 that night he barely missed it all he was hitting threes left and right he went three of four from three he you know he really kept them in this game and it was really he he i would give the game one success completely to serge Ibaka in that case and then obviously game two demar Derozan came back dropped like 35 32 really just had a insane game it was it was good yeah, and I, I don't think the Wizards are playing at their full potential. They no, seem no. to be very frustrated, and there's something, some communication issues going on uh, that's just, <coughs> that's just, you know, kind of putting them at a, at a, you know, a loss from the start, and it's like before they even start the game, they just seem to not be working together great, and maybe see some moves from the Wizards. Yeah, I don't. But, uh, but I don't uh, they have had the same team. It's like a lot of these NBA teams. They've had the same team, and it's been Golden State and Cleveland. And a lot of teams changed, but a lot of teams stayed almost the exact same. Yeah, and Washington was one of those teams. You know, there was. I just I don't see much coming out of them in this playoffs. I think the Raptors are on fire. I don't see the Raptors obviously making it to the finals. If I'm being honest, I mean, if they do make the finals, you know. I'm going to root for them 100%, but I just I don't see him going too far. But I don't see this being a sweep either. I think Washington takes a game or two. I don't know. I think that Toronto has the ability to sweep. No, I do but it too, depends but on how Washington really plays at home and how they feed off the home energy. Oh, and yeah. John Walken, he can take over a game. And if he takes over a game and he can somehow cut off Toronto's hot – streak and you know i i'd give them a game or two yeah possibly but, but overall i'd give it to the raptors they're gonna yeah. win that series uh we got number two boston taking on a number seven milwaukee bucks and the Celtics are also up two to nothing and game one was probably one of the craziest games of the playoffs so far hands down it was one of the best games i think in a long time uh we had terry rosier who's filling in for the injured kyrie irving at point guard he, in the end of regulation, he drilled a step back three, and he crossed Eric Bledsoe out of the arena, drilled the three with like .5 seconds left to put him up by three, and then you thought that was the game. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton comes back, catches the ball at half court, and just tosses it up, and drains the three, and then they ended up taking it overtime. Great game. Celtics ended up winning, though, 113-107. Uh, to 107. It was a great game. I don't. This is a good series. I expected a little more out of the Bucks, but it's okay. The it's Celtics are, the Celtics are a team that's very underrated since they had injuries, and they're proving it that they still, like this is how they won games during the regular season. They didn't have to rely on everyone. Like they have a good bench, and they're really proving that as their bench comes out and starts and is about to sweep the Bucks with this. an unstoppable. I love this series. It's going to be really fun. Uh, game three is going to be in Milwaukee Friday, and that's at 9:30 on ESPN. Uh, number three, Philadelphia 76ers took on the number six Miami Heat. 
This series is currently one to one with game one going to the Sixers and game two going to the Heat. And game two is a good game. This is going to be a fun series. I think this is going to be pretty. You know, I might have an uncommon opinion, but I think this series is just, it's just dumb. I mean, everyone's like, yeah, it's going to be like the best series of the playoffs. I'm but not like, saying that. I think the best series of the playoffs is probably going to be, let me see, what are some other ones? I really, I think Portland and New Orleans can be one of the best series. Okay. Or but, Oklahoma and Utah. But, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be, like, close. And, like, there, there's no way. Okay, actually, you know, now that I see it, if Joel Embiid comes back, it's going to be game over for the Heat. They're not going to – Dwayne Wade's not going to drop 28 points a night. The, and, I mean, they got – the 76ers watching them in game two, they were just absolutely terrible. I, I don't even credit the Heat for what they did. I mean, yeah, they won, but the 76ers played so poorly – that it was uh, really easy to win. I mean, they were just going down and missing every single shot. Yeah, and it was the same thing with the Jazz last night. They went on a five-minute stretch without scoring. And it's just it's just they're they're terrible. They're not they're not consistent. I mean, Miami Heat, yeah, you're you're with me there. What the heck are they doing in the playoffs? But whatever, they're here and the 76ers they they lost at home, which sucks, and they lost their win streak. But I think they should be able to come back. I mean, Joel Embiid voiced his anger when he said, I'm sick and tired of being bleeping angry or babied. Yeah, because he is trying to be, he's been trying to play forever now, but they just won't let him play. He's wearing a mask and stuff. He's got all this. He's got this whole plan set I mean, up, you and can't, they just won't let him play. You can't, like, argue against the medical trainers. Because, obviously, he hasn't been cleared to play yet. But it's a playable injury is his point, and that's why he's mad about it. Yeah, but if you get re like, right now, if you get re-injured, you're screwed. You might as well wait, because what Philadelphia's thinking is we can come out of the series without him. And, I mean, they're probably right. Because unless, hope they're right. unless they literally go down 2-1, to one, they have the series. If they win this next game, it's game over. Yeah, all right. We're just going to go uh, move on to the next series. But who do you think is coming out, Sixers or Heat? Probably Sixers. Sixers. All right, cool. Uh, number four, Cleveland taking on the number five, Indiana Pacers. I personally didn't think this was going to be as close as it was. But game two ended up going to the Cavs by only three points. And it's currently one-to-one. -one. And uh, in game one, Victor Oladipo went off for 32 to snap LeBron's game one win streak. And his game one win streak was at 12. So basically the exact opposite of the Raptors was just LeBron James's career. But, you know, so there's that. But another fun fact that I actually heard the other day was uh, the last game one that LeBron had ever lost was the year that he went to the Miami Heat from the Cavs. You know, so do you predict the move this year? Everyone's like, yeah, LeBron comes back and he does all this, and he's not gonna stay. I really I wish the Pacers won up 2-0. That would have made me a happy man. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. I think the Pacers still take the series in five. <laughs> they still just destroyed them in Game One in Cleveland. Kevin loves Cleveland. Injured. Cleveland's just had too many problems. I think they're not a team. And when you go deep into this playoffs. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's the leader, and LeBron is doing some amazing stuff where he looks better than he has been his whole career. He is better than he has been his whole career. He's more unselfish. He knows the game. I mean, he's not the Miami Heat LeBron where he shoots everything and, like, misses clutch shots and everyone blames him. He passes it up, and he leads his team. He really led his team last night. When he, he was on full attack mode last night, but they still only won by three. And the it's, Pacers looked pretty bad. They were down by 16 at one point, but they came back. I think uh, the Pacers just really have a a good team, and I think they have that inside presence. And Miles Turner, where they dominated them in the paint last night for sure. I think the points were 42 to 16 in the fourth to the start of the fourth. Yeah, and it was just. I feel like the Pacers can really stretch this series. Really, and LeBron can't go in attack mode every single game. I really think for that series, 
whoever comes out of that series, uh, if the Cavs Win come the out, if the Cavs come out, then they're winning the East. If the Pacers come out, then they lose. But anyway, we're moving on to the West. Number one, Houston Rockets take on the number eight Minnesota Timberwolves. This hasn't been really close at all. The Rockets are up two nothing. Uh, the first game was close, but the second game was not even close. But they won. First by game was 20. stupid. It was like close, and then Jimmy Butler took the. Dumbest yeah, shot that of the was playoffs. Really, we just, look it up. We don't even want it. Yeah, look it up. It's really bad. He took Jimmy this, like, Butler's away final shot. He yeah. literally the, he took the, a, the commentators down by three. The commentators are literally explaining. Okay, he has so many options to shoot this three. Jimmy Butler literally puts his head down. He took a two. Yeah, his foot was like halfway over the line. They didn't even replay it. It's a shot for two. He airballed it. You can watch it. Game two, James Harden shot terribly in the first half, but they still won. So By 20. Yeah, and he literally shot one for 12 in the first half. So if this just tells you, even without James Harden, their all-star player, the Rockets they're going to win the series. This is a the sport. Rockets are winning the NBA championship. Next up, number finals. two, Golden State Warriors. We're taking on number seven, San Antonio Spurs. I mean, obviously, we're, we're kind of – San Antonio, San Antonio is just going to make the playoffs they're, for like the next three years. And then Nothing's they're just going to lose in the first round every single year, and then they're just going to fade out. Nothing's happening. They're, they're okay, but they're not. like Pop Playing retired. Golden State sucks. And I mean, if, if they're playing the Trailblazers, they, I could see them maybe matching up a little better. Yeah. If they were even playing the Rockets, I could see them matching up a little better. Just not this year. But, I mean, Golden State. Golden State's up to it's nothing. Tough. It's not this year. You know, the next game is actually tonight, so if you want to check that out, that's, it's on That's TNT. been the worst series. 9.30. Uh, I think. Check it out. Because it's just it, it's not even close. None of the games are even close. The Spurs have lost by 15 and by 21. And the next slot, we have the probably one of my f- biggest upsets, in my opinion. And we got the number three, Portland Trailblazers, taking on the New Orleans Pelicans at the number six spot. Pelicans are actually up 2-0 on this one. They're absolutely dominating with Anthony I don't Davis think, and Drew Holiday. I don't think it's an upset if you're actually like smart and looked at the matchups well yeah because i mean the the pelicans have really done a great job and a lot of credit goes to their coach for actually setting up schemes and just absolutely shutting portland out it's insane like it's crazy because you got two point guards who have decent experience in the playoffs rondo has in I think Very the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans were fine on offense. I think what they were most worried about was defense, and, and it I was think just defense on their. Job. It was defense in their front or backcourt with uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. That was the only thing they were really scared of. The matchup down in the paint isn't even fair. If you can get the pass to Anthony Davis, he'll drop forty any night. But I think this might be. It's not even that Lillard and McCollum are playing bad. It's that the rest of their they they're not a team. They it's don't just have like a, LeBron and the Cavs. They don't have a front court, and that's their issue. But I see New Orleans winning this series, and really, this is it's it's going to be fun. I want to see who they match up with because they'll match up with a lot of these teams pretty well. Well, they play the Golden State would be the next slate. I think they'll match up well. Javale McGee really isn't that big of a player, or that good of a player. He's big, but he's not that good. Yeah, if you can I guess. Get it, if you can I guess get so. I think they'll do decent. I don't know if they'll come out, but they'll do decent. Last series, we got number four Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the number five Utah Jazz. Series is currently tied one to one. Donovan Mitchell left game two with an injury, I think, foot injury, but he ended up subbing himself back in. Yeah, so he, he had a foot injury in game one. Game one, it was game one. The the very end, he came back in, and that was the game they ended up losing. But actually, in game two, the Thunder stars, as in Russell Westbrook, Anthony, and uh, Paul George, they all went 0 for 14 in the fourth quarter. That's embarrassing. That's the reason they lost right yeah, there. They lost. I the mean, game. period. Ninety-five. Put, put a little period after that because yeah, I mean that's that's, that's, that's the obviously the reason they lost. There's just it'll be a good. You can't series. do that. It'll be a good series. Like I said, Utah didn't score for five straight minutes. They were up by like yeah. twelve at that point. If OKC can close out with their stars, I feel like they shouldn't have much of an issue beating the Jazz. But the Jazz are a very solid team this year, and I do want to see them come out against the OKC Thunder. But you know. Time will tell. If Russ can clutch up, then uh, then we're good. If they can play as a team, then they'll win. If not, then the Utah Jazz are going to lose in the second round. I don't think the Jazz even have a chance. The Jazz are going to lose in the I feel like a lot of these series are just not, not – a lot of teams don't even have a chance. Houston's going to kill anyone that comes out of there. Keep it here. Okay, see you guys.
I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. It was very hard for me, but Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. At age 47, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Here at 91.9, we play hits like Havana by Camila Cabello featuring Young Thug. What Lovers Do by Maroon 5. Bad at Love by Halsey. Keep listening here at 91.9 FM, The Wave. Okay, nerds, I knew that would get your attention, but for real, listen up. Join Cole Galbraith and Declan Rummel on the Nerd Podcast every Friday afternoon from 3 to 4. Or if you miss it, search WORW Nerd Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Our rifles. The Nerd Podcast. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've never actually listened to the Nerd Podcast yet, but sometimes they talk about it when we're in Way to admit hour. that. I mean, I haven't I haven't listened to it yet, but that's that's not being a bad person. That's just me being at work on Fridays. <gasps> but I you know, oh, I'm not working. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I know you <laughs> you just haven't listened to it. But I mean, it's cool that we got two different basically two polar opposite shows going on at once. We got the outdoor versus the indoor and movie stuff um but definitely go check what? that out on podcasts what? well they talk about movies and like outdoor versus games. indoor what they talk about like video games it's like so video games us, movies we're outdoor we talk about outdoor stuff okay. like sports yeah Out- i didn't know what you meant okay yeah that that's what i meant in case you guys didn't know i'm sorry but anyway though i i don't I've never listened to it, but obviously go give that a check. It's really quiet. Yeah, I don't, that's weird. Whatever. Check them out. Podcast.com, Apple, Podcasts, Google Play. All the stuff that we're on, basically just look up Nerd Podcast. I'm sure they'll be there. Just like us. Give us a check out, too. So next up, we have the weather. It's thirty-five. Yeah, it dropped um, 0.1 degrees outside. So it, I, you know, I think it just went from sunny and and warm to basically freezing and cloudy. Was it thirty-six when we started? Yeah, I thought it was like thirty-four or something. No, it's thirty-six and now it's thirty-five point nine. So expect hail for the rest of the day, and I'm just expect the exact same thing. It's gonna be sunny out. And as long as you're in the sun, it'll be nice out. But if you're anywhere in the shade, it'll be breezy and sun, freezing. You need sun, and you need, like, yeah. a windbreaker. Y- yeah, you need a windbreaker, sunny. It'll be nice outside, though. So the rest of today is breezy, mostly cloudy early in the afternoon, then becoming mostly sunny. Right. 20% chance of showers early in the afternoon, highs in the lower 40s. Northeast or Northwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour with gusts at 30 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tonight... Lows in the upper 20s, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour, diminishing to 5 to 15 miles per hour. And tomorrow it's going to be sunny. Highs in the upper 40s, north winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Our weatherman, John, said it was pretty cold outside, so you are going to need a jacket and some nice pants, and I have both. Nice pants? What does that even mean? Like some nice and warm pants, you know, like some nice and warm pants. These are surprisingly warm because I was sweating and we needed a fan. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, enough. <laughs> enough of nice pants. Okay, we're talking about the NHL playoffs this segment. I I I love hockey. I love watching the NHL, and this year has not disappointed. And you can okay. stop doing that face. <laughs> okay, what what do you think is the best series so far? Oh gosh. Text us at eight one zero two five eight three one six zero. Again, that's eight one zero two five eight. Three one six zero. What is the best series? 
yeah, so far. Just text us because our calling feature is broke. We're gonna try to fix this. Let's just try to fix it tomorrow. To be honest, we're we're gonna fix it during school tomorrow. What do you mean fix it? Right now, my idea of fixing is bashing it against the wall. Yeah, or just buying a new one. Yeah, <laughs> we just bought this, and I mean, Ugh. it is light years better than our last one. Oh yeah, but it's not. It's not great. Okay. Oh well. Best series so far, in your opinion? In my uh, opinion, I really like. I am. I am a big fan of Predators and Avalanche, but I also like the Tampa Bay New Jersey. I think Tampa Bay New Jersey. They are playing with their hearts right now. And, well, I do think Tampa Bay is playing very dirty. I love it. I love that series. Yeah, everyone everyone kind of likes it when you when your team has an attitude. Yeah, and, they're I mean, playing with grit, doesn't? tenacity. Like, you know, you hate Marchant, but you love him when he's on your team. Yeah. I hate him. I hate him, too. I don't. I, I think we were all kind of hoping <laughs> that the Boston-Toronto series would be better. But from what it's looking at right now, this is – I'd say my favorite series is the Capitals and um, oh yeah Blue Jackets, or Two or Vegas games. LA. I mean, you can that's say nice. that's a sweep, but if you're really gonna say it's a sweep, you you must have not watched a game because it Every was late was, and it is excusable that you didn't watch a game. Every game was one, but it was just like is by one goal. They hit so hard, and I mean tempers were flaring. That's LA was series. doing all they could. And I, oh my gosh, that's that's probably Vegas's first rival. In my idea, would definitely be L.A. Now after like what that. happened, I like that. Next year, L.A. is going to be playing with some heat against Vegas. Yeah, it'll be Vegas's heat. first real, you know, must-win regular season game. Because I mean, <laughs> I I feel like I, I close my eyes and I imagine Vegas just like. A bunch of these guys just during the regular season, like, all right, guys, we actually get to start. Yeah, because and then they're just, just like a bunch of goofballs just skating around yeah. on the ice, like not having anyone to hate them or just. It's kind of like every every single like team, the, every single team they go to, it's some guy's old team. It's just like the guys from Goon, and they're just kind of skating around. You got a couple <laughs> of Doug Glass out there just railing like, people. Hey, hey they what's don't up, even, guys? Hey, boys, they I win. started. <laughs> And then, whoa, we won our first game. Whoa, we won our first five. What the? <laughs> oh, I mean, we're like, on a 12-game win streak. You got all these guys that, you know, they were feeling kind of bad for themselves. Like Carlson, he had a pretty bad season prior to playing for Vegas. Marc-Andre Fleury, he was a solid goalie, but Matt Murray was just marginally better than him. And that was just kind of a wake-up call for him. And obviously now he's tied for – Highest save percentage in the league or in the playoffs right now with Martin Jones, who is also, I you know, San Jose is just playing their hearts out right now, and it's it's good to see. It's really fun to see because I mean they already got the sweep, right? Or is it three nothing? Sweep, yeah, they swept Anaheim last night, winning the game two to one, I think. Jeez, that's I don't know. I have it written like down this. here somewhere. Yeah, they they swept. It's two to one. Uh, the game, the game before that with the Sharks. Holy cow! They won that eight to one. The Sharks just absolutely obliterated the Ducks this year. It was so close. Yeah, best series so far. Uh, you can text us at eight one zero two five eight three one six zero. Again, that's eight one zero two five eight three one six zero. We'll start off with breaking down each series: Tampa Bay versus New Jersey. Uh, Game one is five to two Tampa. Game two, five to three Tampa. Game three, five to two Jersey. And game four, three to one Tampa. Tampa's playing very physical brand of hockey and controlling the puck for a lot of the game, making it hard for New Jersey to get anything set up and to gain momentum. Yeah, they're really knocking New Jersey around and really just messing up their whole entire game plan. Game five is a must win for Jersey. Yeah. I mean, obviously they obviously they're on the verge of elimination, but just the way that they've been playing, just the pure just anger for one another, just the hatred. Because you'd expect, like, a little bit of leniency towards Boyle, you know, being being a fellow Lightning member, Lightning alumni or whatever. You'd expect a little bit of, like, friendliness towards them, but then you see these players just coming in, just full-on just hitting them in the back, just headshots from top players, Stamkos getting in the game. 
throwing bows. It's it's honestly they're playing some old school hockey. The stuff we've talked about earlier. I feel I feel like that that series though isn't even like it's not it's not so much old school hockey. It's just like dirty. Yeah. By both teams really. Dirty. But mostly Tampa Bay. I mean, I don't even understand why. Tampa's got the edge in the series and almost everything and I don't think they really need to prove themselves by playing dirty. But uh, last night, Kucherov hit Fontenin yeah, we'll right pull in the that head. Up. That was that was not – yeah, that was a bad hit. That was a very bad check. It was a no call during the game. Yeah, I, I think he'll face a game or two for that hit, especially since Fontenin's injured and probably done for the series. He left his feet. It was just – it wasn't – he – I don't even think he, he left his feet. There's a video. I looked up the Kucherov hit, and the first picture is Nicholas Cronwall drilling him. <laughs> he's the he's the famous Cronwald. I no, I thought that was the guy in the Blackhawks. What? Probably. Was it Blackhawks? That was. I feel like that was the original Cronwall, where he just drilled him, <laughs> and like ended his career. Kucherov. I I watched that hit last night. It. No suspension. He's not being wow. suspended for his hit. According to ESPN, we just looked this up. Let me pull up this Twitter video real quick. Um, with 3.51 left in the first period, Kucherov delivered a high check to Vatanen. And as we see it, that's just that's just a bad hit. Did he leave his feet? He glides yeah. into Kucherov, leaves his feet, and he, he goes up with his shoulder right into Vatanen's head. It was completely uncalled for. He could have just went in for the body check, but uh, yeah, and he was he lit him. He up. was on offense. He was on the yeah. He was on the side. He just finished his deke, and I mean he kind of did deke into Kucherov, but the way Kucherov went in for that hit, it was just it was un- completely uncalled for. He just threw his body right into his head, and yeah, just, I mean it's just something that's avoidable. I think uh, that's definitely something that I thought was going to be a suspension because of. Drew Doughty's hit against uh, Clifton, I think it was, from Vegas. I don't really know every one of Vegas' players because it's it's not, you know, they're a new team. But, look, I mean, if you watch this hit, he hits his shoulder, and then it goes up to his head, and he gets suspended. Yeah, that's the literal title of this article is NHL Players Association is an absolute joke. It is. No, that's for sure because – Vatanen actually left the game last night in the first period, and he he didn't even come back. Like that was it. No, Clifton came back or in this game. I think he was on the bench. Then he went to concussion protocol. Uh, What's his face? Went right off. Watching into the. Oh okay. What the? No, that wasn't the hit. There's something else, but anyway, do we gotta kind of move on to the other series here? Yeah. Cover those. I'm looking for the hit. Yeah, I, the video's not not showing no, anything. I don't, I don't know. Think. But he, he hit him in the shoulder, and it oh, went up to at... his head, and they called that a game suspension. So I'm really surprised that Kucherov wouldn't get a suspension. I don't know if it's something to do with, you know, how big of a player he is. He hits him in the face. He hits Doughty, in the face with a stick. Doughty's a uh, he, he's a top player, and I really was surprised. I, I was watching both games when both hits happened. Okay, this and was just dirty. No, that, that's just, not it either. I know, but that's just dirty. But, yeah, uh, that series, L.A. and uh, Vegas, that was really, like, they got into it. And that was a really, really fun series to watch. Now now it's over, so it's kind of sad to see. But L.A. just had no offense. Um, this was a suspension. Look at, look at what he does here. He just hits him in the face with a stick. He just goes back up. I mean, obviously, you see Kopitar going for the cross check, and I mean, he kind of flopped, but like, yeah, it's obviously gonna hurt when you get hit with a stick in the face. Anyway, uh, another big physical series, Toronto, Boston. Boston is just beating the crap out of Toronto right now, but it's two to one Boston right now. They won the first two games in Boston, five one seven to three, and then the Leafs won their game at home, four to two. Toronto's playing fine; they just need to, need to stop uh, Boston's top line, and looks like they may have solved the problem in game three. It should be a fun series to the end. I'm still thinking game seven there. I think Toronto probably evens the series t- 
tonight. I guess is it tonight? I I don't know if it's tonight. I think it's tonight. It's probably tonight because they didn't play it last night. So um, it's gonna be fun. To watch. Yeah, it, it so should it, be. It should be a good series. I still do like this series because these are two even teams. Boston, one of the top teams in the league, taking on Toronto, one of the top young teams in the league. It's gonna be fast paced, high scoring. You're gonna look for Pasternak to just come back out and just destroy. And I mean, you're gonna see a lot from all their young players. Why did we get a text? No. No, we never. I wish text. we got a text. <laughs> we never. But anyway, next series: Capitals, Blue Jackets. One that's really surprising: the Jackets won both games in uh, in Washington. Um, by one goal each in overtime, and then in regulation, four to three, five to four, this and then double the overtime. The Capitals won three to two. Great series, probably the best series so far because it's so back and forth. They both could win, even though this is one of those teams that I think will. Both of these teams, no matter who comes out, will fall next round due to the lack of scoring from multiple lines. It's just mostly that Washington top line versus that Columbus top line, and. Yeah, I, I I think it's still really, really just a, a fun series, and yeah. Yeah, here okay, we are. watching the coming in. He glides er, straight through, but you see the Vegas defender. He actually has his head down, which it I don't know why he had his head in that position. He's literally he's deking with his head facing the ice basically and Dowdy just kind of glides through him and hits him in the head. Yeah, watch. I mean, he hits He doesn't leave his feet, but he goes in for the check and the guy and I think his name is like Mary or something. I I don't know. Something don't like know that. His name. But yeah, the Capitals Blue Jackets good series there. Um Pittsburgh Philadelphia worst series there. Uh 7 nothing, 5-1-5-1-5 nothing. Just... 3 to the Pens, the 5-1 game was to the Flyers in game two. It's just embarrassing. The Flyers don't have any goaltending. They're a good team, though. It's just they don't have a goaltender thank you, to Peter cover. Mrazic. Yeah, thank you for absolutely nothing. Thank you for leaving. Yeah, we're. I'm just glad we traded one of them. Philadelphia has four goalies. Yeah. Four. And they all suck. <laughs> I mean, there's literally no way you can even say it. Bring back Ron Hextall. Put him out there. Get no, him bring the back ice. Ray Emery. Yeah, Ray Emery. Just box people. Ron Hextall, back up Ray Emery. That's uh, how we win. Next up, we got Vegas, LA. You obviously know Vegas swept them. They will go on to play San Jose. Real close series, though. I like. I mean, the score-wise, it was a really close series. Just looked yeah, like one fun. goal games every single game. One OT game. Um, Ducks, Sharks. The Sharks just completely crushed them. I, I, it doesn't even matter. You probably weren't even awake anyway for it. I don't see the three Ducks nothing, ever. three two, eight one, two one. All Sharks. The Ducks are probably never gonna win a first round until they make some major changes out on the ice. But this Jets, year just shows. Jets Wild. Uh, it's a series that we didn't really talk about a lot. Uh, there, it's actually a really good series. But the Jets are up Jets three are to one. Destroying. Jets are just high powered offense. They're insane. Once they get hot, they are hot for a while. Yeah, and their goalie had one bad game. That was their one loss in Game 3, 62 to the Wild. Then, honestly, who cares? Because I think the Jets are going to come out of this basically unscathed after that game. And then the Predators and the Avalanche, 3-1 to one Predators. Um, Decent. The Avalanche series. are really doing a good job. It's just they get tired out and can't really keep up with the Predators because the Predators have four good lines. Score was 3-3 three to three Preds in Game 4. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Let me check the score of game four. I think it was like three to two. Okay. Uh, maybe. I I don't know. Okay. Um. <laughs> Predators last game. Three to two. Yep. Three to two. Okay. So the Predators <laughs> did win their last game. Uh, game five. <laughs> three to three. <laughs> they, no, they, three to two. They tied that game three to three. So. <sighs> but anyway, wrapping it up here. Thanks again to the Lester Wilkins Mortgage Team at Blue Water Home Loans. For sponsoring the show today. Check out their website. Check out their website at www.bluewaterhomeloans.com. And be sure to leave a like on their Facebook page, Blue Water Home Loans. Again, visit their website at www.bluewaterhomeloans.com. And like Blue Water Home Loans on Facebook. Yeah, big thanks to them. We really appreciate it. 
I'm not looking for a house anytime soon. Hopefully. But if you are, you know, go to them. They definitely great team there. And I think the house, I don't know about it a lot, but the house industry is like really booming right now. And there's a lot of great houses on the market for cheap. I literally have no idea. You definitely go to Lester Wilkins Mortgage Team. You know, thanks big to thanks them. to them. See you next week, guys. We love you.